coffee and your Bible. Oh no! I didn't change the title, everybody. Oh no! Oh, oh no! Today is March the first, the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three, <laughs> and this is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. And today is Thursday. Today no, is today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. <laughs> Listen, our weeks okay, wait, always wait, wait, get. Wait. I'm, I'm talking. Good morning. morning. All right. We're going to, we're we're starting Proverbs, so we're asking the Lord to open the eyes of our wisdom and enlighten us, and we're going to sing that song, Open the Eyes. Open the eyes, my heart.
Well, praise the Lord. Good job. Good job, good job, good job. That was fun. Hallelujah. Good morning, Angela. Springtime is coming. You're right. Springtime is coming. Good morning, Scott. All right. Thank God. Thank God. God is so good. Well, we're in the book of Proverbs, and I am sorry. I did not realize until we went live that I did not change the title. Which means I'm going to have to go back and do that. Everybody will think this is the same one from yesterday. But it will not be the same one from yesterday. We are in the book of Proverbs. And yesterday we discussed uh, Solomon. And just really what we looked at yesterday, we looked at Solomon and where he, where and how he received his famed wisdom. So the book of Proverbs uh, is a wonderful book. Now, some people tell me that they go through the book of Proverbs once a month. You know, they just take a proverb every day and read it. That's one of the, that's probably a good thing to do. Probably a good thing to do. But we're going to take it verse by verse and just talk about it a little. And we hope and pray that it goes well. Okay, let's dive in. So verse one, we went ahead and read seven verses, but we're going to start uh, back at one and then talk about each one of them. Number one. The Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel. We talked about this yesterday. Solomon was the son of the second son of Bathsheba and David. Bathsheba and David's first child died. And this is uh, the next child. And he becomes the king of Israel. And... We talked yesterday how he received wisdom. Now, some of you may be here today that was not did not listen yesterday, but basically Solomon's wisdom came from God. He asked for wisdom, and God granted him wisdom, and that's why he has it. Verse 2, what are Proverbs for? What is the purpose of a proverb? It says, verse 2, to know wisdom and instruction, to perceive wisdom the words of understanding to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity. Let's stop there just a minute. Knowledge, we might we may say uh, knowledge, a good way to remember this that a, a brother helped me with is knowledge could be considered knowing the ledges. You know, we make a ledger, it's knowing information. Uh, having a lot of information. When I was, uh, from the time I was a teenager, I worked at a plant called Bonnell in Gornsville, Tennessee. And uh, all, in all of Lisa and I's young married life, I worked, the young married life I worked there. But a uh, time came when uh, we had crews and we had foremans, and what they did is they changed out. They said, okay, we're, we're going to go to having a working foreman. And so they did away with the foreman that really didn't work, uh, and they made what they called team leaders, which was actually a working foreman, working foreman, but it was a salary position, and they offered it to me, and I took it. When I entered into the uh, the team leader position, which the, the that that type of foreman position, it was a great job, but when I entered into that, there were some things that we had to do. One of them, they gave us all a book called the information age now we supposedly entered into what's known as the information age in the 70s 
but never has it exploded like the last 25 years. The information age is actually, it's, it's stunning if you ever take time to think about it. Uh, we have more, you, you take our smartphones and you have, we have so much knowledge right here, right? I mean, these things are so powerful. It's, we live in a time that's different than any time that has ever been. There's never been a time like this. When we literally can find out what's going on in on the other side of the world. We know news is happening. We can watch, you know. I can have a video call. Brother Nadim is on here this morning. Uh, Brother Nadim lives in Pakistan. And we can go on Messenger and hit FaceTime call, you know, on Messenger. And we can sit there and talk live to each other. Him in Pakistan, me in Tennessee. It's just an amazing, amazing thing how knowledge has increased. And uh, this is one of the things. Now, in our Men of the Way meeting last night, Brother Bob Simmons brought this out. Uh, this is something I noticed. At that same time, I was reading the book, The Information Age, because I, I was required to because of the pos position at Bonnell. And what it was trying to tell us is, is kind of leaders at Bonnell is how times are changing, how business is changing, and how in the future it would be the guy that produces it, you know, and then somebody gets it to the customer instead of it going to stores and things like that. It's a very interesting concept, but uh, that was before that. I mean, now we do it all the time. We just go to Amazon, you know, People are billionaires because they build a whole company, Amazon, around you are just going to order it online. You're going to find what you want, what you need. You click a button, they bring it to your doorstep. So the things that I read about in the 90s in that book that they made me read, we are actually seeing today. So it's very, very interesting. Now, during that same time is when God got hold of me and called me to preach. And I remember being in the book of Daniel, and if you want to turn there, I'll just tell you where it is. The book of Daniel, chapter 12, verse 4. And what's interesting of this is Daniel is the one that our Lord Jesus says, if you want to understand better what's going to happen in the end, read Daniel. When you see the things, he said in Matthew 24, when you see uh, the abomination of desolation uh, spoken of by Daniel the prophet. In other words, we need to read Daniel's writings. Daniel the prophet tells us about things in the end. And matter of fact, in Daniel's day when he wrote this book, you find at the end of chapter 12 that he sealed up the book. It's sealed up. But in chapter 12, verse 4, it says, but Daniel shut up the words and sealed the book until the time of the end. It's a prophetic statement. I, I, that's how I take it. And many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall increase. And I remember, because I just started reading and studying the Bible, God had just filled me with the Holy Spirit in a powerful, fresh way. I'm reading the Bible, and at the same time, for required reading at Bonnell, I'm reading this book about the information age that we're in. And it's like, wow, it seems like this is an interesting time. Because I saw this, shall run to and fro. You know, just in January, everybody here, we all jumped on a plane, flew down to Honduras. We're down there a week. We flew back. It's just amazing. You know, Brother Wayne Wright on here, he goes everywhere all the time. It's like, it's an amazing time that we're living in, which I think lends itself to uh, more, uh, more proof 
of the day that we're living in. The explosion of knowledge, if you put it on the chart, the explosion of knowledge, you might say, okay, we've increased in knowledge, increased in knowledge, and then the last couple of decades just went like this. Boom, off the chart, as far as knowledge. But knowledge, knowing information, it's having information, it's knowing information, it's not the same as wisdom. And proverb, a proverb is to know wisdom and instruction. It is to perceive. It is to understand what, babe? I was just going to say, because I remember, I remember that time in our life, too, and being drawn to the scripture, and knowledge, they'll run to and fro, and knowledge will be increased. And at that time was when the World Wide Web came out, and they called yeah, it yeah, yeah. the information highway. Mm -hmm. And I remember that blowing me away, because a highway is what you go to and fro on, you know, and knowledge was Amen. vastly increased. Yeah, amen. And it just... It just really blew me away. Still does. You don't even have to get on the plane to go somewhere else now. You can sit in your living room and go somewhere. Else. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. But now, but now we're talking about wisdom. Now Proverbs is to know wisdom and instruction. And how's that different than knowledge? So we're in the information age. We have more knowledge than we've ever had. But knowledge and knowledge and wisdom are two different things. Knowledge is having a bunch of information. Wisdom is applying that knowledge. Amen. It's how to apply it in a proper way in an applicable way. Uh, a very famous saying, you've probably heard this, I mean, said he saw it at a Thai restaurant. Uh, it said, you know, knowledge is knowing that a tomato is a fruit. Wisdom is knowing not to put tomatoes in a fruit salad. <laughs> in other words, you can know something, but that doesn't mean you know how to apply it. Go back to Bonnell. And I am a proponent. I love education. I love higher education. I think it's wonderful. I think it's a good thing. But I, I realized as, as people would come and we would hire people in at Bonnell out, uh, from college and things, okay? And they would have, even, they could even have a degree. But it didn't mean that they could think on their feet, it seemed like. And, and I remember I used to say that. I, I, it was just blown me away how smart some people are, but then how... Uh, and I'm not saying dumb. I'm not saying it that way. I'm saying they've not had experience to be able to apply, not so to apply that knowledge. In other words, it's one thing to be able to answer questions. You can regurgitate knowledge, right? And you. I think the term you're looking for, because I'm not going to be politically correct, is uh, educated idiot. No, 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 no. I, no, I don't mean it that way. I mean. I mean, you can you can grab a lot of knowledge and you can pass a, a, an exam, you can pass a test, and that that's good, okay? But then actually applying that as you're working because you can't test people for everything that you have to know. That's why I personally believe, this, this is just Brother Scott's view, I think apprenticeship is better. I, I think getting under somebody that knows what you're wanting to do, get under them. And maybe at first you don't make hardly anything but if that's what you want to do for a living, so it's what you want to, what you want to do in the future, you get under somebody that knows what they're doing, and then you see all the different situations that you just can't get, get out of a book. You can have all kinds of, of knowledge, but you can't necessarily have wisdom. And so that wisdom is that application. You can. Here's another thing I read. Common sense. The, yeah, common sense. So here's another thing I read. Someone said... The guy says, don't eat that pizza. Don't eat that slice of pizza. It's going to make you fat. 
But then the person that said it is overweight. <laughs> it's like they're not applying the knowledge that they have in their own life. And here's the reality of a piece of pizza isn't going to make you fat. Even eating a pizza is not going to make you fat. But consistent overconsumption of food. Consistent overconsumption of food. It's what makes me unhealthy <laughs> and fat. Uh, but, you know, so so there's knowledge, but then there's wisdom. Yeah, Go ahead. The, 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 a, a good definition that I, I don't even remember who said it a long time ago, but it really made an impression on me was uh, wisdom actually means excellence in living. Yeah. So if you... I like that. If you properly apply the knowledge that you have if everyone properly applied the knowledge that they have at their fingertips we wouldn't have a lot of the problems we have today but Amen. due to the lack of wisdom we don't have excellence in living in a lot of cases because people don't properly use or apply the knowledge that's available amen 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 hey wife would you reply to that text and tell them i will contact them after daybreak um, amen. So let me look in my notes, see what I wrote down this morning. Perception. Yeah. If knowledge is knowing a bunch of stuff, wisdom is being able to retain and implement that stuff in a practical application. Okay. And here's something else I wrote down. Knowledge is easy. <laughs> knowledge is easy. Wisdom is a lifelong practice. It takes effort, trial, error, Right? Pain, blood, sweat, tears. And that's why more people have knowledge than they do wisdom, really. Okay, so anyway, I love that. So let's go to the next one. Let's see, that was verse 3. So to receive instruction of wisdom, how to apply the knowledge that we know. Now, how do, I apply, how do we apply that? And then we even looked yesterday at an example that, that Solomon, about King Solomon, that caused everyone to know how brilliant of wisdom he had, you know? Verse four, to give prudence to the simple and to the young man, knowledge and discretion. You know, that that ability, that same thing we've been talking about, prudence, you know, excellence in living, Charles said. I love that. Excellence in living. Why, verse five, look at this. A wise man will hear and increase learning. This is something that, this is the most important thing that you can get over to young people is teaching someone how to learn. Yep. If someone learns how to learn, then they can grow in wisdom the rest of their life because you never stop learning. Never stop learning. And you guys that's up more later in age with us, we know that sometimes we even forget things we learned a long time ago, don't we? Oh, yes. <laughs> I wish you could have seen his face. We, we, we forget things that we used to know. It's like, and so we need to continually learn, continually. So who's a wise person? A wise person is one who increases learning. You never come to the point to where you're like, okay, I got enough. I don't, I don't want to know anything else. I don't need any more wisdom. I got it all together. It's like, that's silliness. A wise person always is increasing knowledge and that's what young people need to do young people need to get under older people and uh and learn from them you know i think in a lot of the things they need to bring back apprenticeships because oh i do too i, I look at so many youth today that are 
and even even older people that are like still having a lot of student debt and things. I'm not saying there aren't purposes and reasons for going to college. There definitely are. But if you can find something and, and do an apprenticeship and just jump on into life, I mean, we didn't used to have the things that we have now. Yeah, if you want to be a carpenter, get on a carpenter crew. Yeah. And over a period of time, you'll learn how to do everything. Drywall, you'll learn how to do it, right? Yeah. But that's what you'll do. A man of understanding will, uh, a man of understanding, listen to this, we're still in verse 5, will attain wise counsel. Now, that's very, uh, there's another one, like over in chapter 11, verse 14. Let me flip over there right quick. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. I think that's what he's talking about here. A man of understanding will attain wise counsel. You'll listen to people. When you're a know-it-all, that's a stupid way to be. <laughs> it really is. It really is. I'm telling you. that. And, and I learned this later. You know, when you're young, you... I don't know why, what it is. It's, you know, a young man anyway. I'll speak from my own self. You start getting that. It's like, I know, I know, I know. Now, the older I've got, even in church and in rams like that, I'm like, I like to surround myself with older people, you know? I like hanging out with Brother Charles over here. He's got some practical wisdom. He's lived on this earth longer. You know, you younger ladies need to get around the older ladies, right? We, when we went through Titus, didn't we? Did, didn't Apostle Paul teach us, you know, that what we're supposed to teach the younger ones? The older women are supposed to teach the younger women. Well, the younger women need to listen to the older and the same way with the uh, men. Like, we've had a lot of things in our life now, I'm saying in the last decade, where my attitude really changed in this. When I go to do something, <laughs> I believe in that uh, wise counsel thing. So I'll talk to people I think is pretty smart, <laughs> you know. And I think that's what you should do in anything. It doesn't matter what it is. Okay, if you're going you're gonna to open a restaurant, what you should do is go to a restaurant owner and talk to them, you know, and pick their brain. You want to talk to people and get wise uh, uh, wisdom from people that's been there and done that and understands. I imagine it's the same way in the military, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, your, your older guys, they've been on the field. They've been in the battle. And it's better for the younger guys if oh, they yeah. listen to the older guys. Uh, don't do it that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> keep you alive. Listen to that old guy. Uh, but the tendency of young people, and myself included, uh, in our in our youth, we get the knowledge. We we have knowledge about stuff, but we don't we don't have the wisdom and how to apply it. Exactly. But we, hey, I know about that. You know, I'll let me I'll, let me do that. I know about that. Well, okay, maybe not. Right. <laughs> yeah, and then some of that just comes by trial and error. You know, and that's another thing that you've got to learn. You got to let you got to let young people make some mistakes too, right? Or when you're apprenticing, you're teaching people. It's like sometimes they'll learn more by doing it wrong. Okay, you can tell them how to do it right. Give them the knowledge. Show them how to do it right. And we, and that helps. But then the one time that they do it wrong, they're going to go, oh, that's why. Yeah. You know, and it really does gain. Yeah, as, as an electrician, oh, I can tell you the wire's hot. But when you when they let you touch it the first time, you find out. Yeah, oh, really yeah. Is. Be careful with that hot wire. <laughs> then when you touch it. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've worked with electricity a lot in my life. And it amazes me how many times being a somewhat of an electrician, I've shocked myself. <laughs> I want to say one more thing before we go about yep. apprenticeship. The we'll take up from there tomorrow. apprenticeship ever. 
was done by 12 men who sat at the feet of the rabbi. Amen. You know, and, and that's, that's an awesome way to learn. I mean, Jesus set the example there, you know, and I mean, I realized that there had been a history of sitting at, at the, the rabbi's, rabbi's feet. Yeah. But that's a great way to learn. Amen. Find Amen. somebody Amen. Knowledgeable in the word and study with them. Yeah. You know. Amen, amen, amen. And uh, that's right. That's the model that Jesus set up. And even with that model, he could only teach them so much in a little over three years, but he sent the Holy Spirit. And then the book of Acts, you see them that trial and error, and then they get together and discuss. And I think this is why, and we'll talk about this more tomorrow, but this is why elders, plural, should rule a church, not just one single person. That's, that's my belief. There's re, there's because there's safety in a multitude of counselors. All right, guys. Well, let's get off of here. Uh, and we'll say the Lord's Prayer. Thank you for being here and joining us right here on Daybreak. Lord willing, we'll be here again in the morning, 7 o'clock. And we'll take up from where we left off. Okay? Let's say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. All right, saints, see you tomorrow. Bye.